Hello and welcome to another episode of CryptoCast. Today I'm delighted to be joined by George Chisuse, who is Managing Partner at VC Law, a Bulgarian crypto law firm. Hi George, it's great to have you on. Hi James, it's great to be here. Thank you for the invitation, it's absolutely delightful. So George, just in terms of setting this team for those who haven't yet come across Bulgaria, can you give a sort of broad overview of kind of what the attitude has been in Bulgaria towards crypto and blockchain? Has, has it been supportive of the industry? Yeah, absolutely. Even before cryptocurrencies began to gain popularity around the world, many people in Bulgaria were able to see the possibilities of the blockchain ecosystem and uh, the virtual assets in general. So, yeah, this, this trend has persisted uh, for uh, a long time and even through bear markets and bull runs, it didn't really matter because it, it became part of the culture of the business. So we grew, grew amazing projects locally and we went internationally. Um, so, yeah, we built quite, quite a history here in the blockchain. Also, the attitude of the regulators was quite friendly, uh, with certain ex- exceptions, of course. But generally speaking, it's a great environment where one can have every every aspect covered by the local expertise. So that, uh, yeah, business is booming here, even now, even in the bear market. Well, that's great to hear. And um, but in terms of kind of specifics, when you're going to set up in Bulgaria, what, what kind of is the legal and regulatory framework in Bulgaria for crypto and blockchain companies? So generally speaking, there is no applicable regulation besides the anti-money laundering framework, which is applicable. And it is mostly applicable just to the exchanges. So companies that exchange uh, fiat to cryptocurrencies and vice versa, uh, they get regulated and they need to comply with uh, all the IML requirements. So basically any other token offering, um, unless it is quite, quite obvious that it is in, uh, it is uh, covered by the, um, a- any regulations specifically, it's mostly out of them. So basically, token offerings, ICOs, they do it here freely. Um, and this, this, is, this is a great attitude uh, by the Bulgarian regulator because uh, we've uh, addressed inquiries uh, for crypto regulations. And uh, if uh, certain tokens fall uh, under the financial instruments regulation and they were quite clear, that they would like to um, they would like to view the law in the context of very very specific cases that it would be applicable. So basically, no um, no financial instrument regulation applies to uh, crypto tokens here in Bulgaria. And okay. from tax perspective, it's very interesting. Uh, to be honest, it's it's taxed as if there are stocks. So it's not taxed upon receipt. It's, it's not taxed um, just due to uh, price volatility. It's taxed only when it's sold for fiat. 
That's very interesting. And, and just because in the UK, we also regulate the holding of crypto assets. Is, is that regulated in Bulgaria as well, just sort of custody or safekeeping of crypto assets, or is that generally unregulated? It's generally unregulated. Even the custodial <laughs> services are not. Um, basically, uh, if, if you if you go into the custodian services, uh, you just fall under the uh, consumer protection law because obviously you need to uh, operate with the due care uh, of the merchant and uh, protecting consumers' interest in the best way. But uh, not a specific regulation applies here. That, that's very interesting. I mean, one thing we sometimes see is different types of legal framework are suited towards different types of blockchain crypto asset farms. In terms of the types of businesses you currently see operating in Bulgaria, is there a sort of a particular type of, of, of blockchain and crypto firm which, which tends to go towards Bulgaria as a source of specialism, or is it kind of very much broad brush? Yeah, absolutely all kinds of businesses come here, even the exchanges, because they have a, a clear framework. And uh, since in, uh, we are in the EU, um, everybody has access to all payment service providers uh, across the EU. Um, so basically, they can operate freely, and we have a reg registration regime with the tax authority, which is not subject to any review. It's just a matter of mere application. So you can be registered as a service provider uh, and uh, exchange. Uh, these are some of the businesses that are coming here, for sure. Uh, we had in the recent years, uh, Binance coming, Kraken coming, and uh, operating uh, in Bulgaria as well. Also, ICOs come here because, uh, obviously, as uh, previously mentioned, uh, we had a clear statement from the regulator that uh, uh, tokens cannot be financial instruments under Bulgarian law. So many companies, um, while considering the availability of all necessary expertise locally uh, and this friendly regulatory environment, just come here um, and um, yeah, they set their token offerings in Bulgaria as well. Um, and mostly these are these are the projects that come here also with NFTs um, and yeah, just partnering with local companies. Companies. This is, I think, this is the most beneficial factor that uh, basically attracts uh, foreign investors. And just curiosity, one of the one thing which is interesting is the fact that um, tokens are, are not regulated. I mean, one of the things we walk into from a UK perspective is if you hold a token and by virtue of holding a token get access to a yield, and that yield is variable depending on discretion. That is often categorized security under UK law as a collection investment scheme and under US under the Howey test that type of arrangement tends to be caught by as a security. Under the Bulgarian system if you're going to have a yield linked to discretion do you have those issues or, or are those things kind of clearly securities or not securities or, or is it vaguer than that? Um, it wouldn't be qualified as securities. Uh, what's the problem that we have encountered is mostly if it is truly decentralized, because otherwise the alternative investment fund regulation may be applied. 
So um, this yield, if it is deriving from mere algorithms that are uh, developed uh, before, um, and um, yeah, it's, it's basically a code, then it, it cannot be um, qualified as a security. But uh, if, if we have a um, centralized entity that is uh, exercising discretion over uh, these assets, we can potentially go uh, into, into the field of alternative investment fund because alternative investment funds don't just uh, manage um, financial instruments per se. Um, they can manage any assets um, that, that is um, having some yield attached to it. But generally speaking, we have also said such uh, entities that are managing uh, virtual currencies uh, for their clients and they still don't qualify as investment managers, for example. So it is, it, it has certain aspects that can fall into the regulation, but not as a securities, not even with the yield in the play. Uh, that's brilliant. And lastly, just in terms of kind of the future, just because we're, we're aware of, everyone's aware of Mike coming down the line, what, what future development should we look out for as regards to Gary? Is there kind of um, a, a set plan as to what's going to come forward, or is it all to be decided? I mean, here the regulator is not very active. We are following the EU regulations development. Um, we're trying to, to talk to them. We're trying to educate the, the regulator here, and they're very open to make, make it as crypto-friendly as possible. Um, but uh, currently, we are just expecting the, uh, the Mika to come into play and uh, to comply with it. Um, so basically, I believe that this area, in this area, Bulgaria will just be following the the, EU, the development of the EU legislation and uh, will reflect it in the local legislation as well. But until then, um, I don't think that uh, in the meantime we'll be implementing any any legislation regarding cryptocurrencies. And lastly, just because um, you know we have various UK firms who want to establish a presence abroad. Are there kind of minimum substance requirements in Bulgaria to operate from Bulgaria to kind of requirement to have so many local directors and the like? Or how, how does the substance requirement work in Bulgaria? Can, can you operate your company from another country? Yes, absolutely. Everything can be operated uh, um, from distance. Um, what is uh, applicable here in Bulgaria are the requirements for the insurance to, of the manager of the company to be paid locally because obviously the commercial activity is performed in Bulgaria and it's just for tax purposes, uh, the insurance that is paid by the uh, company manager is paid locally. So there is some registration here. It can be performed even with uh, power of attorney by uh, attorneys or by the accountants um, and everything else can be, can be managed uh, from distance. Um, obviously, something that is uh, quite hard to be made locally is the bank account opening because nowadays the banks are very sensitive 
um, and they would like to meet in person the manager of the company. So for sure, there is uh, one trip which uh, needs to be made here. Um, and it may be made for, for a week or so, uh, because uh, within uh, the time frame of a week, one can uh, basically set up the company, open the initial bank account, the escrow account, and then to convert this bank account into uh, just a regular bank account. And then with online banking and everything can, can be operated uh, from distance. And with power of attorneys, we can manage all the administrative uh, requirements that are applicable to the company. So basically everything can be done from distance. Thank you. That, that's pretty much all we have got time for today. It's been really helpful. Uh, George, thank you for coming on. If anyone would like to reach out for George, his email is, uh, uh, is chisuse at vclaw.eu. Thank you for listening to our latest podcast. Gonna Cook has a market-leading blockchain, crypto assets and DeFi team providing legal advice across the whole of the blockchain ecosystem. Our members have been heavily involved in helping shape the legal and regulatory framework for blockchain and crypto assets from the start, meaning that we have an intuitive understanding of our clients' needs and can provide focused, pragmatic advice at predictable cost. For more information, please visit our website. Thank you again.